Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Now over for Brooks, tips, and Monroeville wins it! A drop shot. And they erupt here, folks. The snap, the hold, the kick is up. Does it have room? It does, and it is good. Are you kidding me? And he's still on his feet. It goes down to the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Chargers. He's Can you believe it? Screens it on the left side where it's caught by Stover at the 10 of Indiana. To the 5, and Stover leaps for the goal line. Touchdown, Cade Stover. A swing and a long drive to right. Down the line it goes. Goal a two-run homer. What a night for Naylor. Maybe you don't have to be so funny. I mean, would it kill you not to be so funny all the time? That's all I'm asking. You're listening to The Locker Room Show with... Brought to you by Schaefer Dan Huff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Westside, Sunoco, First National Bank of Bellevue, Mellow Yellow Pizzeria, Smiley Automotive, Stein, Olson & Stang, CPAs, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Baldus Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, and Norwalk Heating and Air. On the Sports Voice of the Firelands, 95.3 WLKR. Let me talk to you. Yeah. So, what do you guys want to talk about? All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome here to the Locker Room Show. A couple minutes after 9 o'clock on this last day of September, September the 30th, and it is 58 degrees outside, uh, and we had another beautiful night for high school football, didn't we, once again? Knock on wood, it has been a fantastic fall so far, and uh, we've got, what, three more weeks of regular season to get through yet, and after that, you start getting to the middle of October, and then who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a crapshoot then, right? <laughs> yeah, and it, it sounds like the way they're talking, uh, this week we're going to go back into the 80s, you know, but then next weekend it's going to start feeling really like fall. Yeah, so, yeah, well, we had uh, some good games last night. The game that I did with uh, Brock over on 95.3 here, uh, Monroeville and Western, that was back and forth all night long. We'll talk more about it uh, in the sports roundtable later on. But uh, that was a crazy game with uh, Monroeville pulling it out. They were down a couple scores late and scored a couple unanswered touchdowns in the final like five minutes or a five-minute span or something like that um, and got the win. And uh, right now Monroeville is still undefeated in the Firelands Conference and uh, Western taking uh, their second lump in the Firelands Conference with that loss last night. But, uh, of course, you were at the other big game in the area last night, the Edison and Perkins game. Yes, and we saw just about everything there. Uh, and uh, there was a span of uh, less than two minutes where we had four touchdowns. Phew. Which in, which included a 90-yard kickoff return. <laughs> I did see that. Yeah, that did happen. So we'll talk more about all these scores and everything uh, coming up. Uh, but uh, we had a chance to uh, catch up with uh, Jim Rosenhaus from the Cleveland Guardians. Of course, this is the final uh, series of the regular season here, the final series of the season for the guards up in Detroit. The final games uh, being managed in the, uh, uh, I just want to say, uh, soon-to-be Hall of Fame career of Terry Francona and Miggy Cabrera, uh, both playing and uh, managing in their last games here as a major leaguer. So we had a chance to catch up with uh, Jim Rosenhaus, and I'm going to find that file. Of course, I didn't get it out and get it ready. But what what a career. But Of course, Miggy Cabrera, uh, that's one guy Cleveland will be happy oh, to see go. I, I, <laughs> I don't know how many, how many games against the Tigers – where it looked like we were in control, and he totally destroyed destroyed our pitching staff. I, I mean, it, it's crazy, and you know, and, and the really amazing thing about this, and and it's kind of hard for us to realize this because we've been we've been living with Tito for eleven years now, but I mean, this is like 
living history this weekend. Oh, it is. It is. So uh, we had a chance to catch up with uh, Jim Rosenhaus uh, during the Guardians off day on Thursday while they were uh, getting ready for this series in Detroit. So uh, here's the conversation. Uh, Chris Morgan joined me on this one. So we talked some Guardians baseball, talked a little t- uh, Francona, just talked about uh, where where do the Guardians go next? What is their offseason going to look like? So uh, here's that conversation with Jim Rosenhaus. Enjoy it, everybody. Uh, we're pleased to have with us right now Jim Rosenhaus from the Cleveland Guardians. Of course, you hear him on the radio here all season long. And Jim, good to have you on the show. How you doing? I'm doing doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, not a problem at all. Uh, of course, we're here in the last series of the season, a couple more games to go, and we'll wrap up 2023. Uh, n- not the way, uh, of course, that we wanted the season to go. Uh, we wanted some October baseball or some playoff baseball. But uh, overall, Jim, I'd say that there's been uh, some bright spots to this season. Could you uh, maybe give your opinion of some bright spots here in 2023? Well, I, I think definitely the one that jumps out is the the young starting pitching that had a chance to to pitch, unfortunately, due to injuries. But um, with Tanner Bybee, Gavin Williams, and Logan Allen, I think the Guardians, they by necessity, found themselves with, with three really strong starting pitchers that, that they can rely on in the future. And uh, it gives them some more starting pitching depth than they've had in a while, as long as, as Shane Bieber and Tristan McKenzie are healthy next spring. So... So that was really, I think, the, the biggest bright spot. And, and maybe um, pretty close to that, the continued development of Josh Naylor as, as a, a real run producer. I mean, what a year he had when, um, when you look at it here with a couple of games left. He's right around that 100 RBI mark, and that includes missing a month due to injury. So um, from a pitching and then an offensive standpoint, the young starters, the, the rookies, and then Josh Naylor's development on, on offensively would probably be the biggest keys. And uh, Jim, I think one of the other things uh, that you kind of look at with this Guardians team is uh, the young shortstops when they were able to uh, get themselves some playing time. Gabriel Arias being one of them who really started to show a lot of signs there uh, late in the season. That's got to be a good sign uh, heading forward into next year, too. It, it is, but I, I'll tell you guys, I think there's still some uncertainty there because um, he he got a good long look but I think there are still some some question marks there and and he might end up being the shortstop to start the season but um, that's going to be a real interesting position because um, you obviously have him as a prime candidate Brian Rocchio had some opportunities um, especially now toward the end of the season too and and maybe there's someone from outside the organization that they're thinking about. So um, that's going to be fascinating next spring because obviously it's such a, a key position on any ball club. And, and um, you know, there's some uncertainty there, I think, heading into the offseason. Talking with Jim Rosenhaus here from the Cleveland Guardians on the Locker Room Show. And, of course, Jim, uh, we got to talk about Terry Francona wrapping things up here on a career, uh, 11 seasons with uh, the Guardians and uh, – just, uh, you know, he did a tremendous job and uh, he'll go down as one of the best managers in club history for sure. Uh, wanted to get your thoughts on uh, just how everything has turned out with, with Tito and how the uh, how the Guardians as an organization, how they thanked him uh, the other night. I thought they did a, an outstanding job there. Yeah, it's um, it's sad, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, you know, 11 years is a long, long time for any manager in the major leagues. Um, and, and it was just a wonderful 11 years and, and you wished it could keep going, but, uh, you know, he has some challenges health wise that he wants to get addressed and, and see where that takes him. But, um, he made such a tremendous impact on this organization and, um, he didn't want any part of any type of recognition <laughs> and, <laughs> and they said, no, that's too bad. We're going to do it anyway on that last night of the season. And, and I think it was, it was fitting that at the very end of things on Wednesday night, um, you know, after the handshake line, after a win, uh, led by Jose Ramirez, the players pretty much put a human barricade up at the top step, of the dugout and said, you're not going in, not yet until, you know, the fans have a chance to, to really have that final ovation for him. And, um, yeah, it was, 
<laughs> it really was neat um, and sad at all at the same time because you know you're going to miss them. Um, but what a, a wonderful 11-year stretch. And um, it's I, I don't know that it'll ever be equaled. You never say never. Um, but he's so far ahead of, of second place on the all-time wins list that for anyone to, to catch him, much less spend 11 years in the manager's office for any team, um, I think it's going to be really, really hard to do. He will go down as the best manager in Cleveland baseball history for sure. Uh, do you have any like big time favorite memories of Tito from the last 11 years? There, there's so many, um, you know, I think I point a lot to, uh, when people ask, what are you going to miss about Tito? Um, and, and obviously there were, you know, great moments that he was a part of, um, to me, it, it's just the silly stuff. And uh, here's, here's two, um, I'll next year spring training. I'll miss him big time because spring training is that that great time of year where um, everyone's pretty relaxed and and each day you have that manager's press conference where you know he'll fill the everyone in on on the events of the day. You know, someone moving to the minor leagues or uh, a player who's injured, how they're doing, or and what they're working on that day. Um, and and he would do, you know that would usually take about five minutes. And, and in, at the end of that, he would always say, you know, are, are the recorders off or the cameras off? Yep. And then we'd get into politics, sports, the NCAA basketball tournament, what's happening with the Cavs, the Browns, you know, the University of Arizona, where he went, um, just all kinds of fun stuff. And, and, you know, he'd look at his watch a half hour later and he'd be like, I geez, I got to get outside. And, and, you know, cause the workouts had started and, and I used to love that. That was so much fun. But, um, you know, it's some of the, the things you forget. Um, I was talking to Paul Dolan yesterday, the owner. And I said, um, Paul, when did you know that, that this guy was, you know, just he'd like to have fun. And that was a huge part of, of what made his teams tick. And he said the first spring training back in 2013, um, he showed up at the complex. Paul did. Uh, maybe a week into spring training or shortly after it had begun. And he walked into the clubhouse and it was mayhem. Every player was in a costume. There was music going bananas. And it was that, remember the, the Harlem shuffle was a, a thing for a while. Where yes. <laughs> he had the team, Tito had the team doing the Harlem shuffle. And then Paul walks in, open a, you know, maybe he, he rarely goes into the clubhouse and, if it is, it's not to talk baseball with anybody. It's just to say hello and, you know, see how things are going. He walks into the clubhouse to say hi to the new manager. <laughs> and this nonsense is going on. And, and he said, I knew we were in for something at that point. And, and <laughs> so, yeah, it's just stuff like that. There's so many instances of that um, that make you smile. And, and, and you hope they can find someone who has that kind of sense of humor and, and, um, maybe they will, maybe they won't. I don't know, but Tito was a regular original for sure. Yeah. And Jim, you bring that up, uh, where do you think, uh, they go with, uh, the, the new manager position? Josh and Craig, you guys may know more than I do because and not, not necessarily know, but, um, because nobody really knows where the, the search is right now. Um, I don't know where, what direction they're going to head. You know, you've heard some people say, well, they're, they're going to go for something a little bit different than, than they've had the last 11 years. But then um, you hear a, a school of thought saying, well, well, that was really good. So maybe they can find someone who's similar to Tito. And um, so I'm not sure, but I do know this, that um, Chris Antonetti and Mike Chernoff have, have done wonderful work running this ball club and they've made some really, really good decisions. Obviously a, a no brainer and a great one bringing Tito in, but um, you, you feel good about who's making that decision that they'll make a good one and, and they'll have a good manager in here to follow Tito. So Jim, as we wrap things up for the season over the next couple of days, what do you think is the most important thing for the guardians uh, heading into the off season and getting ready for next year? That's it right there. The new manager, who is the new manager and uh, what type of, um, culture will they create? Um, and how much of, of what's already here do they keep and, and that type of thing. But 
to me that that is the first and foremost thing. And then you can can address things like shortstop, uh, you know, get how do they get more power in the, in the offense? And um, and, you know, do they add to the bullpen with maybe a veteran arm or two? Um, those things will fall into place after you have a manager here. All right, Jim, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. Thanks for giving us a few minutes this morning here in the uh, Norwalk uh, Milan area, Erie, Huron County, and appreciate it. Uh, you have a great off season, and we'll catch up with you probably uh, sometime uh, in the spring. Sound good? Yeah, that sounds great, guys. And call any time in the winter when they when they name a new manager, then we can talk about him and and uh, where that's headed. So, it, uh, yeah, check in anytime, and I uh, always appreciate you guys and uh, the time that you give us. Thanks, Jim. Have a good one. You got it. All right, there you go. Jim Rosenhouse joined us a few days ago, and we were able to record that interview with him. Uh, that was great stuff. Uh, some great stories in there, and uh, just to see uh, his opinion on everything with Terry Francona, Mark, and uh, just uh, to to look ahead at the off season because it's it's here in a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, y- yes, it is. And I I had to laugh when he was talking about stories because you you hear a lot of them. But what, he loved playing cards before the game. He did, and and he'd always you'd always play in his office. So uh, one time he came out into the clubhouse to play cards. And everybody looked at him, and he says, hey, I'm giving you guys a chance to play a home game. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks, we'll go ahead and take a break here in the Locker Room Show. And when we come back, we're going to talk to one of the uh, victorious coaches last night in the area, Tyler Nestor of Monroeville. Boy, did they pick up a big win on the road at Western. So we'll talk to uh, football coach Tyler Nestor of Monroeville next here on the Locker Room Show. the big yellow pizza truck that's because mellow yellow pizzeria is always on the move always hand tossed and made fresh they serve huron erie county and beyond check out their new menu items including the new buffalo thunder pizza to locate that big beautiful yellow truck of fresh baked pizza stromboli breads and more go to their facebook or streetfoodfinder.com mellow yellow pizzeria don't let mellow yellow pizza pass you by grab life by the slice Noble Sports and Trophies is the area's best place to get your shirts made for all of your events, including football, basketball, and softball shirts, 5Ks, or even family reunions. Noble Sports and Trophies have been in business for 30 years. They have the experience and technology to get you what you need and get it to you fast. The options are nearly unlimited with Noble Sports and Trophies. Don't forget to get your trophies at Noble Sports and Trophies 2 in Norwalk. Are you aware of any weekly tax law changes? Are you taking all the deductions you are entitled to? Are you confident that you don't owe any penalties or interest because of previous reporting errors? Steinolson and Stang CPAs have been serving the area for over 55 years, specializing in small business and individual tax filing, financial statement preparation, payroll preparation, and individual tax planning. Call Chris Stang or Todd Olson at Steinolson and Stang to discover the difference. Never underestimate the value of a CPA. It's time to buy that vehicle you've always wanted. Smiley Automotive has been selling quality used cars with superior service and treating customers right, serving the community and beyond. Plenty of fresh inventory in stock now. Stop by and you'll be driving away with a new vehicle today. Westside Sunoco, located on West Main Street in Norwalk, is proud to provide you with quality Sunoco fuel. Fill your belly with hot coffee, energy drinks, or great snacks and grill items. Westside Sunoco is a proud supporter of all local athletes. Congratulations to the parents, coaches, and of course the student athletes for your success. Westside Sunoco, the first stop coming into Norwalk or the last stop leaving Norwalk. Westside Sunoco, stop by and you'll always see those smiling faces. 
America is kept safe because the Army National Guard responds, protects, and supports our nation when it needs them most. The Army National Guard responds to disasters such as wildfires and floods. They protect us with missile defense, cybersecurity, and civilian support teams for chemical, biological, and radiological hazards. Be there for your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. You're listening to The Locker Room Show on the Sports Voice of the Firelands, 95.3 WLKR. Why don't you do something with your life? (laughs) Sit around here all day. You contribute nothing to society. Presented by Schaefer Dan Hoff, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Back here on the Locker Room Show, two guys contributing nothing to society. (laughs) Josh Bowman and Mark Lane here with you (laughs) in studio. Oh, yeah. Anyhow, welcome back to the show. Uh, Good Saturday morning to everybody. And with us right now as we go to the phone line is Tyler Nestor, Monroeville head football coach. Good morning, Tyler. Got to be feeling good after that fun win last night. Yeah, good morning. Uh, Exhilarating. heart-wrenching and everything else in between at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, kind of take us through uh, the end of that game. I know you guys were down, and then you scored a couple uh, touchdowns and I think, a four- or five-minute span and uh, pulled it out there at the end. Yeah, we definitely responded. And, uh, we, and kind of jokingly, we have, we have some experience that with, uh, with Calvert and Lucas last week, so mm-hmm. we've kind of been in that situation. And, and this week, we, we gritted it out and responded. So it's uh, awesome to see our kids. And let's talk about the performance of uh, your your star athletes, of course. Uh, Evan Benfer, who was our uh, Wendy's player of the game last night, he he did it all. Uh, Threw it well, uh, you know, managed that offense well, and uh, ran with the football, had a couple big touchdowns in that game. Uh, Just talk about uh, Benfer and what he did. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. His grit, his determination when he's running the ball, and they're playing a safety. Um, And like I say, every week, though, that's that energy, that that excitement, that drive, that comes from that that our team mentality, from our offense linemen, or our receivers, or tight ends. It's just the whole team feeds off each other, and he feeds off them. And you know, what he's able to do is, is because of that, because of his, uh, his his work ethic and the offseason, his determination to, to sell out for his team. Yeah, coach, this is Mark Lane, and the Monroe Eagles have really surprised everybody uh, in, in the area this year uh, so far, but I would imagine it hasn't been as much of a surprise to you because even last year, uh, you know, with, with all of those losses, there were many games that, that your Eagles were, were in it and just didn't get it done, and now they're doing it in the fourth quarter. Yeah, exactly what you said, right? We... So that 0-10 record last year wasn't, wasn't indicative of, of what we were doing or, or the growth that we were making and, and that, that, that process, that, that unfortunate process that we had to go through last year was, was necessary to get to us to this point. Um, the kids that returned, they bought into it right after the season was over. Um, they put their nose to the grind season, or grindstone and, and that work and work ethic is, is obviously paying off for us right now. Tyler Nestor here with us, Monroeville head football coach, and uh, you guys right now uh, undefeated in the Firelands Conference. Uh, you know, uh, we we're not going to look ahead. We know what's what's <laughs> waiting, but you guys got a couple of uh, big Firelands Conference games at home uh, to take care of business with Mapleton and Plymouth. Yep, yep. Uh, Mapleton this week and uh, back at home. It seems like we've been on the road uh, quite a bit this season, but it's always exciting to play at Marshfield. All right, Tyler, we'll go ahead and let you go. Thanks so much for giving us a few minutes, and uh, best of luck. Uh, we'll have you on the radio uh, the last three games of the year, okay? Awesome. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, gentlemen. All right. Thank you so much. Tyler Nestor there joining us, the head football coach at Monroeville, and uh, what a win by them last night is uh, them and St. Paul are on a collision course right now. As long as both of those teams take care of business, we could have um, a mega game coming up in Week 10. But, hey, you know, that's yeah. – it's 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 our job to look ahead, not his job, not not you you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. but it, I'll I'll tell you something though. You know, he talked about playing at home, and I tell you what, there aren't many football fields that are so enjoyable to the fans than Marsh Field because 
you know, without having the track there, you're right there <sighs> on the field as as a spectator, and that makes for exciting football. It's one of my favorite places to call a game because even in the press box, you're right there. Yes, <laughs> you, yes, you are. You, you don't need binoculars. <laughs> no, there's no confusion of the numbers or anything like that. They are right on top of you. But uh, what a nice win by Monroeville. Uh, as he said, they responded last night, uh, you know, after that tough loss uh, to Lucas uh, last yeah. week. Uh, and then overtime loss to Calvert by one point. Uh, they came back and played a very good team, very tough last night. And, uh, you know, Western's not a tough, pl- uh, not a uh, easy place to play at all. And uh, it's a tough place. And uh, picking up a big road win in the Firelands Conference is huge. And here they are, uh, just, uh, you know, a couple wins away from setting up a big game with St. Paul in uh, Week 10. Yeah, and you, you talk about the Lucas and Calvert, those programs. I mean, you know, Lucas has been in state championship yeah. games. You know, and, and Calvert, they're always in the playoffs. And the Western Reserve Rough Riders, I mean, you know, there's no weak sisters on their schedule. Oh, no, definitely not. So uh, last night we we, we mentioned uh, Benford and what he was able to do, running the ball, throwing the football. He also had uh, one of the key interceptions in the ball game as well. Uh, he did pretty much everything. Uh, I, I was so impressed with uh, him. Uh, Brock Manlin and I talked last night about uh, how it's been, uh, he, Brock said, night and day uh, difference between uh, Evan Benford last year and uh, the quarterback he is now. He's one of the top athletes in the area now. Uh, last year, uh, he had his, you know, he had his issues, his struggles, but uh he showed some signs last year, but man, this year he is just playing some solid football and on both sides of the ball. And you throw that in with uh, the running back Landon Raider uh, and the great job that he did last night as well. Uh, ran for uh, I think around a hundred yards last night or a little over that. And a great game all around by Monroeville uh, Western. Uh, they play, had to play two tough teams in a row, and unfortunately for them, they've come out on the short end uh, against St. Paul and Monroeville. Uh, uh, tough there for Western. They look to respond. They play South Central next week, where, as we said, Monroeville, they'll host Mapleton. They got Mapleton at home and then Plymouth at home in Week 8 and Week 9. And then Week 10, they go to St. Paul. And that, folks, is a Friday night Yes, St. Paul game. We're used to Saturday nights uh, under the lights there at uh, Whitney Field Contractor Stadium. But that is a Friday night, St. Paul hosting Monroeville. So, uh, circle that one, folks, and uh, put put that on your calendar, on your agenda, because uh, we'll have it right here on 95.3. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go ahead and take a break here in the show. When we come back, we'll talk some high school volleyball. Uh, we just had a chance to see this team uh, the other night in our Stein Olsen and Staying Volleyball Match of the Week, uh, Norwalk. Sarah Kipp, our buddy, she's yes. going to talk to us about what's going on with Norwalk Volleyball. They're on the verge of uh, clinching an SBC Lake Division title with a couple more wins. So we'll see what happens. We'll talk to Sarah next here on The Locker Room Show. Stay with us. If your home is too hot in the summer or too cold in the winter, or maybe your heating and cooling bill is way too high, it's probably time for a new heating and cooling unit for your home. In Huron County, call the folks at Norwalk Heating and Air. And in Erie County, call Huron Heating and Air. Norwalk Heating and Air and Huron Heating and Air are your hometown York dealerships. York Heating and Air conditioning units deliver you the perfect temperature efficiently and energy savings for your home. Call Norwalk Heating and Air or Huron Heating and Air for a free estimate today. Calling First National Bank, how can I help you? That's what you'll hear when you call any First National Bank branch. Isn't it great to know that when you call First National Bank with account questions, a real person will be there to assist you instead of an endless maze of robotic menu options? Our friendly, knowledgeable staff are just one of the many reasons First National Bank has stood the test of time, serving our community for nearly 150 years. Call today and see for yourself. 419-483-7340. Visit our website to find a branch near you at fnblifetime.com. First National Bank, your bank of a lifetime. Member FDIC. Hi, this is Jeff Danhoff from Schaefer Danhoff and Willard. This month we have a great special on new 2023 Jeep Gladiators. 10% off MSRP plus an additional dealer discount. That is savings of up to $8,000. If you're looking for a Gladiator, don't wait. Come in today and save 10%. This may never happen again. See all of our inventory at SchaeferDanhoff.com. Schaefer Danhoff, U.S. Route 224 in Willard. 
the easiest place to buy a vehicle start to finish. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Ohio needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Two of the best in the Firelands Conference take to the court Tuesday night on 92.9 WLKR Classic in our next Stein Olsen and Stang CPA's High School Volleyball Match of the Week. On match point, serve is away, received by Rawson. It's Monroeville at Western Reserve, with coverage beginning around 6.30 and match time at about 6.45. It's all presented by Stein Olsen and Stang CPA's in Norwalk. Never underestimate the value of a CPA. The pitch, swung on, shot to right. Diving stop on one hop by Jimenez. Out throwing to get him. I just give him the gold club tonight. What a play again by Jimenez. Robbing Rushman on a one hop bullet. This is Terry Franconi. Hi, this is Tom Hamilton. Hi, this is Jim Rosenhouse. It's the Guardians and Tigers in Detroit this afternoon at 1.35. Airtime for Guardians warm-up, 105. 95.3 WLKR. I used to compete in sports a lot. But then I realized that you can buy trophies. The Locker Room Show continues on the Sports Voice of the Firelands, 95.3 WLKR. Now I'm good at everything. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the show. Guys that need to buy some trophies here. (laughs) Josh Bowman, Mark Lane here with you. Good morning, Locker Room Show here, a little after 9.30, 9.32. Going back to the phone line and with our buddy Sarah Kipp, the head coach of the Norwalk Volleyball Team. Uh, Good morning, Sarah. How are you doing today? Hi, Josh. I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? We're doing great here in studio this morning, a lovely Saturday morning. Uh, You guys, what, just wrapping up some practice? I, we are. We had a we had an early Saturday morning practice, so just just finishing up. Yeah, how are things uh, going uh, since uh, that big win over Bellevue? Uh, going good in practice um, for you? I it was it was. Um, I, girls are excited. I mean, I think uh, we're we're having a we're having a fun time, but they're um, they're excited and focused and working hard right now. Um, very very driven kids in the gym this morning. Oh, well, that's good to hear, right? As a coach, for sure. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, especially as we're, you know, gearing up for the the rest of the second half of um, conference play and headed into, you know, you've, we've got district seating meetings coming up and, and district tournament, and it's, I, we're, we're headed in the right direction. Yeah, you guys are playing some uh, very good volleyball, what, unbeaten in the SBC Lake Division right now? I, we are, um, which is, I, it is incredibly exciting. Um, it's something that these girls are real focused on and, and working hard. Um, they've, they've got that conference title championship in, in their sights, and they're really working hard to, to achieve that goal. Yeah, Coach, this is, this is Mark Lane. Listening to your game. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> I'm well. I, I'm listening to your game the other night. It must be so hard coaching when you get an eight ten point lead in a in a set um i you know it's i think when we train a lot for those kinds of situations or situations where um you know you're you're fighting from behind um working really hard to stay focused the girls we talk a lot about just staying focused and playing one point after the next and and the the focus of of what's going on on the floor um, you know, playing whistle to whistle. Uh, I, one of my favorite movies, and, and, you know, the coach says that, you know, like we're asking for a perfect effort from whistle to whistle. And, and that's, that's what we talk about with the girls a lot, and that's really what we're seeing right now. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that tough sometimes? I know that they are high school kids to, you know, stay focused. <laughs> yes. uh, focus has got to be one thing you've got to work on. I, it is, but I, you know, like I, and any, anybody that looks at them and or has watched them play, 
they are having so much fun that it that I don't know that they necessarily realize that they are as focused as they really are <laughs> because they're having so much fun with each other on the floor. And, and I know that's a big thing uh, for you, Sarah. Is uh, you know, uh, per- having them remember that they're 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 supposed to have fun out there. I know they're right. working for a common goal, but uh, fun is uh, right up there at the top. Oh, absolutely. And I and it's you know, I, anybody that listened to um, Mac Weinman's um, interview with BCSN the other night, and she talks about you know, like I, her teammates and caring about her teammates' successes. That's really where these girls are are centrally focused. And just it just man, it, I again, it just makes it so much fun. They get so excited for for their teammate successes and and watching them celebrate those successes. It's just it is just fun. Yeah, and I saw the fun that they had at Bellevue the other night in the game that we <laughs> called. Uh, they, they were diving all over the place, and I wanted to talk to you about uh, one of the plays that we saw uh, Lucy Schlatterer do uh, at the net where she went. Uh, with the off hand, she's a righty and went with oh. the left hand and went across her body <laughs> and uh, draw. I, I don't even know how to describe it. Chris Morgan uh, tried to, <laughs> but it, it was a crazy shot. I it was, and I I think I, Lucy's one of those kids that just is so athletic um, to be able to make plays like that. And and you know maybe this that's not quite where she wants it to be, or you know she sees something and she. She comes up with the with the offhand and places it where she wants it, and I I I think I might have to attribute that one a little bit to Brock Manlet and those left-handed layups that, <laughs> that they're working on in the gym for basketball. Oh, you, you don't want to make Brock's head any bigger than it is <laughs> really? right now, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, just kidding, Brock. If you're listening this morning, of course you're or my partner on high school football here on WLKR. So I heard, I heard he was with you the other night. So yeah, yeah, that's, he's yeah, he's, that's, uh, he's a lot of fun. I <laughs> I enjoy Brock. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Lucy just had herself another outstanding uh, match there uh, against Bellevue, and uh, uh, probably nothing uh, that she does surprises you anymore, right? Um, I no, I like I, I mean, absolutely, she does. I think I really think she truly continues to get better and better every time she steps on the floor. Um, the mental side of the game, the the physical side of the game, the you know, like I, she goes up and yeah, she hits she hits the ball hard, absolutely. But she's mentally making decisions that um, that are that are keeping the ball in play, and I, that's one of the biggest things that I think I've, I'm loving about her game right now is the mental side of it. That she's growing that way. Yeah, and I wanted to talk to you too about, like you said, a Mac Weinman. What what a player she is for you. I call her kind of a little Spitfire for you. You know, uh, oh. <laughs> she just gets it done. <laughs> I she man, she really is, and I like our explanation uh, of her personality I she is an endless bucket filler um I, she is a wonderful friend off the court she is um she works hard endlessly always driving to get better always celebrating you know other kids successes and and I she truly is the epitome of a of a great teammate uh, that, that is so good to hear uh, Sarah Kip with us here I'm a Norwalk volleyball coach and uh, what, what what do you guys got coming up here? A couple of uh, Lake Division matchups on the way? Uh, we do. Um, we see Sandusky on Tuesday for senior night. Um, we get to celebrate our four seniors. Um, and then we go to Clyde on Thursday. And then we, uh, then we go to Tiffin and Perkins, and we round out um, Lake Clay. Well, of course. So uh, we're, um, go ahead. We're we're right at the right at the end of the league. Yeah, uh, of course you got that Lake Division title within uh, your, uh, your your grasp there, and I'm sure that was probably your one of your top goals entering this season, wasn't it? I absolutely, I because these, these these girls are so capable and they have worked so hard. I mean, I we start in the beginning of June. They you know they come in and we're lifting six thirty to to eight all summer and and. I, they're, that, that definitely at the very beginning of the summer was one of the things that they talked about wanting to achieve. And, you know, I, we're not there yet, so we're going to stay really focused on that fact that we have to continue to look at one game after another um, and, and, you know, hope that that's the, the end goal that we're working for. 
All right, Sarah, thanks for giving me a few minutes here, giving us, uh, the listeners, uh, a chat here this morning. Appreciate it, and uh, we'll uh, see you down the road, okay? Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Have a good day, guys. All right, you too. Uh, Sarah Kipp there joining us, um, uh, Norwalk volleyball coach and uh, one of the friends of the program here for sure, and boy, did they look good against Bellevue on a Thursday night. Uh, really, really solid, uh, and and they never wavered during the whole match. And it wasn't like Bellevue wasn't playing hard, and and you no, know they were playing and, well, yeah. And, and they made a couple of runs, but it was those big leads that really helped benefit the the truckers. And you know, it's funny she talks about how how much fun they have, but we got to see that back in August in our preview show when uh, you know she she had. Uh, uh, the the four captains there, uh, it, you know, at the uh, over in Sandusky, and and they were having a ball then, and they're just carrying it right over into October. Well, I know we, uh, I think Chris Morgan and I had a chance to interview Sarah and uh, the captains, including uh, Mac Weinman and, and Lucy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, uh, boy, she she is she's fun. Uh, let me tell you, she's a lot of fun, and boy, watching them play, Mark, uh, it, it's. You know they 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 are epitome of fun, but they they get the job done. They're they're like professionally fun, if you know what I mean. They're, yeah. they're, they're pros out there that they know what they're doing, but they know that hey, we're playing volleyball because we like it. You know, we think it's yeah. fun. Or why would you play it then, right? <laughs> well, that, that, that's what high school sports are supposed to be. Exactly. So there you go. Uh, our buddy Sarah Kip joining us here on the program. So we'll go ahead and take another break here on the show. And when we come back, it's time for the trophy award-winning sports roundtable <laughs> that we purchased. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is next. Plus, our uh, trivia brought to you by Mellow Yellow Pizzeria is on the way as well here on The Locker Room Show. Uh, stay with us, folks. Uh, we'll try to wrap this show up <laughs> after this. Ireland's Federal Credit Union is locally owned and a proud sponsor of our local high school sports programs. Ireland's Federal Credit Union has locations in Bellevue, Norwalk, Monroeville, Bucyrus, Galleon, and now Sandusky. Ireland's Federal Credit Union is member-owned. That means the earnings go to their members through lower rates on loans and a wide range of financial services at the lowest possible cost. Learn more at firelandsfcu.org. Indoor air quality is a major issue in houses being built more energy efficient and sealed up as they are nowadays. If you or your family have allergies or are seeing a lot of dust all over, it may be time to get your air ducts clean. Baldoff's uses brushes to scrub your ducts spotless. We come to your home and inspect your air ducts free of charge to make sure there are no surprises when we arrive to clean. You will know the charges and procedures before the day of the cleaning. I'm Brandon Baldoff with Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. Call us for a free estimate and remember, we take pride in what you live in. Leases with $24.95 to its signing. Ram 39 months, compass 42 months, 10K miles a year, plus tax, tag, title, and doc fee. No security deposit on approved credit. Ends 1031.23. Ram Power Days is going on now at Ken Ganley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Norwalk and Sandusky's highest volume local dealer and surrounding counties. Choose from over 100 new Rams in stock. With discounts up to 9,000 off MSRP. 9,000 off. Choose from over 30 Jeep Gladiators at up to 12% off MSRP. Or take your choice. New 2024 Ram Crew Cab or 2023 Jeep Compass Latitude. $399 a month. $399 a month for a Ram Crew Cab or Jeep Compass Latitude at your number one hometown country dealer, Ken Ganley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Take Turnpike Exit 118, 250 South to 226 Milan Avenue, Norwalk. Ken Ganley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.com. McCord in the shotgun. Train him off his right hip. Two wide to the right. Snap McCord. Hands to train him. Straight in. Yeah. End zone. Touchdown, Chip Trainum. For the second straight week, Bogey. the converted linebacker finds the end zone, and that'll win it for Ohio State. The Buckeyes have a bye week this Saturday. They'll be back in action a week from Saturday, October the 7th, as they're home to take on Maryland. Pre-game, 10.30 a.m., kickoff at noon. Buckeye football lives on 95.3 WLKR. You've heard the buzzwords, influencer, social media celebrity, blah, blah, blah. You know who the real influencers and local celebrities are? 
radio DJs. You can TikTok all you want, but when it comes to telling people about your business, you can make a post on Facebook and tell a handful of friends, or you can advertise on the radio and reach thousands of local people. Go to WLKRradio.com, click on Advertise, and let WLKR help your business grow. He's a man. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. It's time for the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Lane, with the Sports Roundtable. Mark joins Josh to talk all things sports, including high school athletics, the Tribe, the Blue Jackets, the Browns, and Buckeyes, as well as what he is grilling for dinner. The Sports Roundtable and the Locker Room Show begins now. Welcome back. It is time for the self-proclaimed award-winning sports <laughs> roundtable here on the Locker Room Show. Good morning. Josh Bowman back with you, along with, of course, Mark Lane here in studio. Hope our buddy uh, Chris Morgan's feeling better. I know he yes. was a little under the weather last night, so he uh, was unable to join us here. He was supposed to be here this morning with us, but uh, Chris, hope you're feeling better, buddy, and you're you're listening there at home. But uh Anyhow, a little stomach bug there, so hopefully he's all right. But uh, I want to talk about uh, what what happened last night. Uh, unfortunately, in uh, you know Mapleton South Central. Yes. Uh, we want to send our thoughts and prayers out to the uh, Mapleton community. Uh, if you didn't hear, basically uh, a, a uh, one of the uh, homecoming uh, uh, court members or queen, I don't know exactly, but uh, for Mapleton uh, passed out basically passed out on the field and uh, passed away uh, at the hospital uh, last night uh, during, a, what, halftime, I believe, last night? Oh, well, that's that's when uh, when they went in the locker room at halftime, the, the coaches, and they knew that social media and everything was and, – and that's when they decided uh, that, that they would stop the game at that point in time because of the communities. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, our, again, uh, our heartfelt, uh, you know – Feelings and uh, thoughts, prayers, everything out to Mapleton because uh, Mapleton's a you know part of the Firelands Conference yes. and part of our community. Uh, I know uh, Mapleton's going to play Monroeville uh, coming up on uh, Friday. Uh, that will be on our sister channel ninety two nine WLKR Classic on Friday. But uh, again, if you didn't hear about that, uh, the the lady, uh, the, the young lady, uh, lost her life, uh, passed away last night. I I have a great Mapleton story for sure, you over sure. over over the years. Go ahead. Uh, we were there doing the Firelands Conference Wrestling Tournament the one year. And we're talking that this was probably 20 years ago or so. Okay. But, but we're, we're in there, and before the finals start, you know, the back doors of the gymnasium, and they had a stage there, and they're hauling in couches and lazy boys and, and all these things, putting them up on the stage and, and we're, 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 Teresa was with me, and we're, we're kind of like, well, what's going on and what it was for was for the for the finals the uh uh elderly from the community came in and it was for the grandmas and grandpas so that they could sit comfortably in the gym and i thought that was you know at first i thought it was a little strange and i thought you know that 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 was really kind of nice <laughs> not, not not a bad idea right? no not a bad idea at all <laughs> All right, let's go through our high school football scores from last night. We mentioned over on K96, the big one, Perkins over Edison, 49-14. The one on 95-3, another big one last night. Monroeville wins at Western, 44-36. Over on 92-9 last night, Sandusky over Norwalk, 48-12. Uh, one game uh, far, far away in a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> as they say. Uh, Fort Loramie uh, defeated St. Paul 35-28. to uh, That South Central-Mapleton game that was stopped at halftime was uh, Mapleton 37, South Central 6. Uh, Crestview beat Plymouth 56-7. to It was Port Clinton over Vermillion last night, 24-21. Uh, Huron a win at Bellevue, 37-18. to 
Uh, a game that kicked off at 4.30 yesterday because uh, it was part of a doubleheader. Tiffin Columbian beat Clyde 49-14, followed by the nightcap that kicked off around 8 o'clock. <laughs> yes. uh, Tiffin Calvert over Margareta. I'm not used to saying the nightcap when it comes to football, but uh, Tiffin Calvert beat Margareta 27-14. And a game that was close at halftime turned out to be Hopewell Loudon 72, Willard 33. But I, I'll tell you what, that Hopewell Loudon team is a very, very good one, and I, I think that kind of shows it because we've seen Willard, and, and and Willard's got a good football team, you know. But Hopewell Loudon, that that River Division of the SBC, I mean, with Hopewell Loudon and Tiffin Calvert, you know, two perennial playoff teams. Oh, they are, they are. So. That's a look at your high school football scoreboard. Uh, any other games we want to talk about here? Uh, let's see. Uh, Norwalk uh, was in it after one quarter, but Sandusky's offense uh, just too much uh, for Norwalk, and that one uh, went to a running clock in the uh, second half of that one. And St. Paul playing a very tough Fort Loramie team, uh, traveling uh, what, about three hours by bus yes. <laughs> to Fort Loramie. Well, well, the one thing they did do is is they, they had a chartered bus. And, in fact, I saw it over at Whitney Field. Uh, they left about two thirty yesterday afternoon to head over there, and well, that's I think good. they they got a bite to eat, you know, on on, on, on the way, and still, so you know, they tried to make it as comfortable as they could, but uh. yeah, Fort Loramie gets the win, thirty five to twenty eight, and that one, let's see, uh, here on Bellevue, uh, Bellevue is, uh, you know, the the they're just not healthy right now, and uh, that's really. <sighs> Really, uh, you know, sh- showing, you know. Well, when when you when you have Horn and Lapata out out of your lineup, that that's that's a lot of offensive production, you know, as well as uh, defense. Let's move on and talk a little baseball. The Cleveland Guardians got a win last night in Detroit. Uh, their final three games of the season here in Motown. So let's go back and play a couple highlights from last night. Uh, we talked about Brian Rocchio, a guy that wants to compete for that shortstop job. Well, last night he had a big RBI double. Now the 0-2. Curveball swung on line to left field, but coming on is Badu, and it went over his head. It'll roll all the way to the wall. In to scores, Laureano stopping at second is Rocchio. Well, Rocchio could not have been running out of the batter's box because that was a line drive right at the left fielder. And Badu came in and came in so far it sailed right over his head. <laughs> My goodness there. Uh, let's listen to a home run. Bo Naylor had a big two-run shot in that ball game. Now the pitch swung on, hit high, hit deep to right, way out of here. Bo Naylor, his mammoth last month of the year, continues with a majestic two-run bomb to right field. And Bo Naylor has given Cleveland a 3-0 lead. So Bo Naylor with his 11th home run, a no-doubt-about-it blast to right. Wow, has he finished strong. Wow. <laughs> you know, it, and the funny thing is, I can remember out in Arizona, you know, and, 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 and coming in, in, in to start the season, you know, the, the talk was, well, they, they wanted to give Naylor another year, you know, in, in AAA. Mm-hmm. And, and as it turned out, the catcher acquisition – didn't pay off. Zanino, yeah. Yeah, Zanino, they just, yeah. you know, they, they weren't getting the, you know, the whole thing, they wanted to get more of a bat, and they didn't get that. And so finally they scrapped that, and they brought him up, and now it's starting to pay dividends, and I think you can be real optimistic about next year with Bo Naylor behind oh, the plate. I agree 100%. Uh, and moving on and talking about, uh, you know, that – infield position that, that we need to try to, uh, the Guardians need to try to uh, fill in. Uh, Tyler Freeman, another one of those players, and uh, he had himself a nice game last night, including uh, this three-run homer in the third inning. Now the 1-1, swung on, pounded, deep left field, away, back, and gone! Tyler Freeman's third home run. He cleared the bullpen and into the seats and left. And the Guardians have a 6-2 to two lead. And you won't see Tyler Freeman hit a ball any further than that, baby. Wow, was that crushed by Freeman. 
There you go. Tom Hamilton, of course, on the call there as we uh, listen to the computer make some noises. <laughs> I want to see if I can. I didn't get the final out of this game. I always like to hear the final out. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, de- definitely. Let's see here. Real quickly here. You're going to hear another sound. There it is. <laughs> so here's the final out of the ball game last night. Close firing. The pitch swung on, line to right. Coming on, making the catch is Loriano. Ball game. And the Guardians take game one in this final series of the season, beating Detroit tonight, 7-5. to five. There you go, final 7-5 to five last night. Uh, we got day baseball today. Uh, no Ohio State football. They're on a bye no. week. So it's the guards at the Tigers, and we'll have it for you here on 95.3. Coming up, 105 for pregame coverage, 135 first pitch. It got moved a half hour back because uh, they're doing uh, some uh, ceremonies for Miguel Cabrera today. So uh, they said that'll take a little bit longer than we thought. So we'll push it back a half hour. So 135 first pitch. So you can listen to that one. And then tomorrow's game, the final game in the careers of Terry Francona and Miguel Cabrera. Uh, tomorrow, uh, 235 pregame, 310 for first pitch, wrapping the season up. Can you believe the season is over tomorrow? I know. And, and, and tomorrow's crazy. NFL at 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> Did you see that thing they're going to do with the Toy Story characters? Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna I'll actually... be interested to see how they're going to, because it's supposed to be real time. Yeah, how do you do that? I, I don't know. <laughs> so if you didn't know, uh, the uh, Toy Story uh, animated characters, they're going to actually mimic what's going on uh, on the field in real time. Uh, between uh, who is it, Jacksonville J- and Atlanta? Yes. Right? Yeah, that that's nine thirty in the morning tomorrow. Over in over in England. Yes, jolly old England. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the Browns got the Ravens uh, tomorrow at the stadium, and uh, Deshaun Watson's questionable for that ball game. Yeah, I found that rather rather interesting. Uh, but the uh, the Ravens are banged up uh, themselves, so. Uh, it it could be interesting, but uh, you know this big game for the Browns. If you know they really should have won the Pittsburgh game, should have, yeah, should have, but yep. they didn't. But they came back last week against Tennessee, and that defense, if that continues, you know, if if their offense can just protect the ball, I mean, the Ravens won a Super Bowl doing it that way. They did. So there you go. That's tomorrow. Let's get our. Let's. Uh, it's been a week, but uh, how about the end of that Ohio State game? <laughs> against Notre Dame. <laughs> One second on the clock. Well, you know, the funny thing was uh, I was over at Whitney Field. We, you know, we we were doing game films. Yes. And uh, we watched when the Buckeyes were down on a fourth and goal, and they ran laterally and got stopped and thought, okay, that's the game. Notre Dame's going to win. And so we're, we're in Coach Livengood's office, and all of a sudden, we're watching game films, and the phones start going off. The Buckeyes scored. <laughs> of course, right? <laughs> yes. So that's that's how that's how we found out. And then, you know, went out and pulled it up on the TV and, and watched the replay. I want to play you the final call of that one uh, from Paul Keels. I was able to get it. Uh, here you go. Have a listen to this, folks. Chip Trainum comes in a tailback replacing Travion Henderson. Now we're thinking alike. Third and goal. Ohio State at the Irish one with three seconds left. 14-10 Notre Dame leading. McCord in a shotgun. Trainum off his right hip. Two wide to the right. Snap McCord. Hands to Trainum. Straight in. Yeah. End zone. Touchdown. Chip Trainum. For the second straight week. Bogey. The converted linebacker finds the end zone and that'll win it for Ohio State. As Chip Trainum went over the left guard and plunged his way into the end zone. There you go, Paul Keels and that other guy, Jim Lachey. <laughs> Ball game, yeah, I love it. Was that you, you, uh, you and Randy on that call there? It kind of, kind of sounded like it, didn't it? <laughs> so there you go, folks. Uh, we'll wrap things up with our trivia question here, uh, brought to you by the Mellow Yellow Pizzeria. They are always on the move. To locate their big yellow truck of hand-tossed fresh-baked pizza, stromboli, and more, find them on Facebook or at streetfoodfinder.com slash pizzeria. Don't let it pass you by. Grab life by the slice. Who wants to win a free pizza certificate? You'll have to pick that up here at the station, or uh, if it's uh, too much for you, we'll we'll mail it out to you. So uh, our trivia question for today, the phone number is Norwalk, 419 663 
419-409-4953 or Sandusky 419-609-4953. So our trivia question here, Terry Francona, of course, calling it a career here this weekend. Where was Terry Francona born? What, what state was Terry Francona born in? Was it South Dakota, Arizona, or Alaska? So all west, all out west yes. there. So give us a call, folks, at one of those phone numbers. Be the first one to give us a call, and you'll win yourself a certificate to the Mellow Yellow Pizzeria. So I want to thank all of our guests here today, of course, uh, Jim Rosenhouse for joining us from the Guardians, uh, Tyler Nestor from Monroeville Football, Sarah Kipp from Norwalk Volleyball. So one more time, where was Terry Francona born? Was it South Dakota, Arizona, or Alaska? I, I one other interesting thing I wanted to sure. point out is is you know one one of one of our buddies listens to us all the time Joe Centers yes and, and we're sitting here talking about accumulating trophies and everything and Joe's writing about you know now in older years getting rid of stuff <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about accumulating well we're piling on the trophies here we are all right folks if, if you want to give us a call after we uh, uh, call it call it a show here in a minute. Uh, go ahead and give us a call. Those numbers again, 419-663-4953 or uh, Sandusky, 419-609-4953. So there you go. Uh, we'll we'll uh, say goodbye. Uh, everybody, I'll see you out at the Tango's Trot. Yes, you're, you're going to the dogs after you leave oh, here. <laughs> going to the dogs. My wife's going to come pick me up and... We're going to head on over to Berlin Heights, so check that out uh, over there at, uh, what is it, Community Park? Yes. Community Park over there uh, benefiting the Corman uh, Maxton Soviet Foundation. So check that out going on from 10 to 2 today. We have a live broadcast over next door on K96, so enjoy that. So everybody, uh, God bless you. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll see you back here for a 90-minute program next week. Ohio State plays at noon. Yes. So we'll have a 90-minute show for you till 1030. That's that's a rarity. It used to be normal. <laughs> it is a rarity, isn't it? All right. God bless you. We'll see you back here next week on The Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. And that'll do it for this week's Locker Room Show. Brought to you by Schaefer Dan Huff, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Westside Sunoco, First National Bank of Bellevue, Mellow Yellow Pizzeria, Smiley Automotive, Stein Olson and Stang CPAs, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Baldiff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, and Norwalk Heating and Air. On the Sports Voice of the Firelands, 95.3 WLKR. See you later, alligator.